guys know what a matryoshka doll is? Yes. Do you really? Yes. A matryoshka doll, they're these Russian dolls with a doll and a doll and a doll and a doll and a doll. Russian nesting dolls. And my cousin used to collect them. And I loved Russian nesting dolls. I thought they were the coolest thing. Well, then I came to our text today, and guess what I found out? It's a, it's a Russian nesting doll text. John 1, verse 9. The true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world. I'm sorry, I'll start over. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him, but to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Do you know this text is a beautiful doll and a doll and a doll, and when you get down to the bottom of it, it's the most beautiful thing you'll ever see? First, I want to point out Christmas is a sad, sad story. You see verses 11 and 12. I'm sorry, 9 and 11. The true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him. Praise God, yes? Amen. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own and his own people did not. Christmas is a sad, sad story. Christmas is about God come and dwell among us to save us because he loved us. He became one of us. God incarnate, come to save sinners. Come to take away the sin of the world. He came to his creation. He made it all. And when he got here, nobody recognized him or cared. It's a sad story. You ever think of Christmas as a sad story? Jesus came to save sinners and sinners said, get out of here. He came to save those he created and the hands he created grabbed the nails of his created order, constructed and drove them into him and killed him. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's a sad, sad story. God came to save sinners and sinners said, go away. God came to his creation and his people and they did not know him. Christmas is a sad, sad story. But, you see that? Day in the Greek. But, to all who did receive him, to all who believed in his name, he gave what? The right to become children of God. A matroshka doll. In the middle of the doll, I got the Lord Jesus. I got the prize of all prizes, the gift of all gifts, the inexpressible gift of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the middle of the doll. Well, to get to the middle of the doll, I got to come out of step and I got to go to verse 12. And I see that all who receive him, that all who believe in him, and Jesus is our gift. But we have another Christmas gift, and it's called the gift of faith. Does anyone here have demon faith? Don't stick your hand up. That gets awkward. Do you know what demon faith is? You ever read the book of James? Does anyone here simply trust in the intellectual facts that Jesus is God? Jesus rose from the dead. Jesus became incarnate. Jesus came of the virgin birth, but not trust in him. A gift offered is only received when it's received by grace through faith. Amen? 
and all who receive him, all who believe in his name, he gives the right to become children of God. So what's in the middle of the doll? Oh boy, nobody's with me today. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> what's in the middle of the doll? It's the Lord Jesus. What do you got to get through to get to the Lord Jesus? Receive and believe. Faith. How do you receive and believe? Look at verse 13. Who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but what? Three gifts at Christmas. Inside the doll is Jesus. The gift of gifts. The most inexpressible gift. The way to the gift is by faith, by the gift of faith, receiving and believing. Why do I call faith a gift? Because why do you believe? My friends, does anyone here believe in the Lord Jesus and trust in him as their Savior? Amen? Amen. Has anyone received and believed? Amen. Does anyone believe he has come to save sinners and by his finished work we are saved? Does anyone believe that he will guide us and protect us and provide for us and lead us in the way we should go? Does anyone believe and trust in the finished work of Christ? Amen? Amen. Why do you believe? The gift of faith. Look at verse 13. Spin your head because we're in the deep, deep water of the Bible, my friends. You do not believe because you chose. You believe because you were chosen. Look at verse 13. Look at this. You were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. The gift of Christ is accessible by the gift of faith, which is accessible because God came into the world. God did what? Jesus created the world. And he recreated me. Jesus came into the world, and it's a sad, sad story, because the world didn't know him. But God never gets frustrated. But God's plans always come to pass as he intends, because my God is all-powerful, amen? And God came to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. Amen, Paul says that. And he saved me not by my choice, but by John 3, you must be born anew to enter the kingdom of God. A matryoshka doll. Who's in the middle? How do you get to Jesus? The gift of faith. How do you get the gift of faith? Why did God choose us? He loves us. Because we have so much to offer. I mean... No? God was so sad at Christmas that no one believed in him. Amen? No. He was so frustrated that his plan wasn't working. Amen? Heresy. It is heresy to say that. So he chose Jim Rhodes because he's an awesome man and God needed Jim Rhodes. Amen? <laughs> I may need Jim Rhodes, but God don't need Jim Rhodes. And God chose Jerry Keller because who wouldn't love Jerry Keller? Heresy. I loved him. Not heresy. I love Jerry. Jesus. <laughs> God chose us of his own will because he predestined us to become what? Children of God. Look out the window. Look out the window. Can I tell you a secret? I own it all. You think I'm kidding? Anyone ever been to the Grand Canyon? I own it. 
You're like, huh? You ever been on the Atlantic Ocean? Mine. Why do I say that? I'm a child of God. I'm an heir. I'm a co-heir with Christ. Are you tracking with me? Now, now, as children of God under the most high God, the most powerful God who loves us so, who should be the most happiest people on the planet? Why, 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 woo, why are we not? If God is for us, who can be against us? Does God promise to care for you in Scripture? Yes. Perfectly? Yes. Does He promise to provide for you? Yes. Perfectly? Does he promise to protect you? Perfectly. Does he promise to guide you? Perfectly. As a child of God who owns all of creation, as a co-heir with Christ, as a child of God cared for by the Most High God who's all-powerful, let me ask you this question, and woo, I'm getting fired up, so i got to slow down. What are you lacking? What do you need to be joyful? What's missing? Nothing. Trust and acceptance. The prize is Jesus. I own it all. You ever see a satellite image of Earth? It's mine. I'm a co-heir. God will care for me, provide for me, guide me, protect me. Woo! Christmas is a pretty awesome holiday. Amen? Amen. Christmas is pretty incredible. Because in the middle of the Matryoshkadal, I got the Lord Jesus. You know what eternal life is? What does John say in John 17? This is eternal life. That we might know about him. No? That we might know facts of him. That we might relationally have fellowship with him. That we know God. I mean, really? Do you know who provides for all my needs? You all do by your tithes and offerings. You know who provides for me? My Lord. Do you know who protects me? These guns. No. My God. Do you know who guides me? My brilliant intellect. No. My God. But at times, do you ever try to protect yourself and guide yourself and provide for yourself? Do you ever go shopping to find a little joy? Do you ever think in a relationship you'll find a little joy? Do you ever think, if I just have this, then I'll be content? All you need to be content is the God of this book. And his name is Yeshua. His name is Jesus. And Christmas, we say, he is risen. You say, no, that's Easter. Oh, Christmas is Easter, my friends. This baby came to die. He came to live the life we couldn't. He came to die the death we deserve. And three days later, this baby, he rose. And he is risen. He is risen indeed. Oh, you guys. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Jesus Christ is risen today. And Jesus Christ is born today are part of the same song that starts in Genesis 1 and goes to the end of Revelation. And the gift, the gift is Christ himself in the middle of the doll. And the gift is accessed by faith. And the gift of faith comes because you were born what? Not that page. Not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. 
Christmas. Christmas isn't simply about a pretty little cozy little baby. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, he never cried. Jesus cried and pooped. Did you know that? It's not about a simple, cute and cuddly baby. Oh, the baby ain't that cute and cuddly if you met him today. Oh, that baby's all grown up. And you know what some people call him? The Lion of Judah, the King of Kings, the Prince of Princes. Don't think when he comes back, Jesus is going to be like, Oh, will you be my friend? No. Jesus isn't, invite me into your heart. He's a, he's a SWAT team kicking down the door of what he owns. He's a conquering king, and he came as a humble servant. Do you see where we're going here? He came not riding on the horse to kill his enemies. He came incarnate to save his enemies. Why? Because he loves us so. You know that song we sing? Oh, how he loves us so. I'm not even if I try to sing, I'm going to ruin the song. He came to save sinners. He came to give us eternal life. He came that we might know him and live with him and bring glory to him as he guides us perfectly. Christmas is about the fact that by grace through faith, you lack nothing, nothing. Do you know that? What are you hoping for for Christmas? Y'all like, oh, nothing, I'm all spiritual. Y'all know you got gifts. What do you want for Christmas? What's the big ticket gift this year? Kids want these things called Hatchimals. The heck is a Hatchimal? When I was growing up, the kids wanted the Cabbage Patch dolls, right? The Furby was a big deal. We're grown-ups. I don't know what grown-ups want. I got no money for the cool stuff. Hamlekler Schlemlekler. What's the name of that ca catalog? I never say it right. Say it loud. Hamaker Schlemmer, you ever hear of that? Check that out, they got a submarine I want. <laughs> the gift that satisfies, the gift that gives light is no submarine or Hatchimal or Furby, or even a signed picture of Pastor John. The gift of all gifts, the gift that satisfies perfectly, the gift that causes you to never hunger or thirst, is the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Christmas is about God offering not one, not two, but three gifts in this text. Gift number one is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Have you received this gift? There's a difference between a gift offered and a gift received. You receive the gift by believing and trusting that Jesus is who he says he is and will do what he says he will do. Have you received this gift? Do you know that you don't live up to God's standards, that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God? That the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Have you trusted in the finished work of Christ? If so, you have the gift of Christ. But how did you get that gift? What's the second gift God offers here? The gift of faith. You received and believed and you are saved, but you receive and believe because look at verse 13. And let this sucker blow your mind. And don't try to explain this to me, because if you do, you won't be able to. You were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of? 
a few years back, my parents decided to have a child. And they had a, a little boy. He was the most handsome of all their children, the most intelligent of all their children, right? There's another child sitting back there. She... And the way I was born is I spoke to my parents before I was conceived, and I said, conceive me. I said, but, but immaculately. I said, conceive me, let me be born, bring me out, right? That's how I was born. How was I born? I don't know, I got ripped out of my mom's belly. I contributed nothing. Are you a child of God? Amen. You ever read John 3? Amen. Check her out. Do you know how you were born? Do you know what you contributed? Do you know what you offered to the equation? My parents wanted kids. I don't know why. I hope for good reasons. God wanted children too. I'm moving around too much. God wanted children too. You know why? Oh, I know that. Do you know why God wanted kids? To bring glory to him and to have joy in life with him. Where lampstands pointing to Christ because it brings glory to God and joy to us. God wasn't lonely in need of fellowship, but God delighted in creating image bearers to know him and live with him and enjoy him forever and bring glory to him. God did not make you to be miserable. God made you to be perfectly joyful. Did you know that? God is not a miserly, penny-pinching, evil, wicked, nasty master. Oh, bury your talent, would you? God is the most gracious and loving ruler and king and friend that you will ever know. And he also happens to be your dad. And he bore you so that you might know him and live with him forever. Would you look at this? Children of who? Stop that. Who? Children of who? Eh? Yahweh? El Shaddai, Elohim, El Roy? He by whom and through whom and for whom all things were created? The eternal, omniscient, omnipotent, all-powerful, all-knowing, all-seeing God? We used to have conversations in elementary school. My daddy could whoop your daddy. You ever have those? Well, my dad was a big man back in the day. But guys, my true daddy will whoop your daddy bad. You know what my daddy's name is? God Most High. And you know why he's my daddy? I mean, look at me. Who wouldn't want to adopt me? Do you know why he's my daddy? Because he chose me as his son. He chose me to be an heir. He chose me to live with him. He chose me to bring glory to him. And this all happened because of Christmas Day. Jesus became flesh and dwelt among us. I'm not going to verse 14. That's next time. Do you know what Christmas is really all about? Let's take the doll from the out on the in. Christmas is about the incredible work of God recreating. It's about the work of taking blind people and giving them sight. It's the work of God taking dead people and giving them life. It's a work of God making us born anew. And he does that so that we might receive and believe. So we might 
trust in Christ and receive the gift of Christ and walk with Christ so that we can enjoy the gift of all gifts that came on Christmas Day, Jesus Christ. But I thought it's about trees and lights and gifts and eggnog. Listen to me, I love eggnog. And I can enjoy eggnog because I got taste buds. And you know who put them in my mouth? I like trees and I like gifts. And they remind me of the fact that my Lord was hung on a tree and became a curse on a tree so I might become forgiven and righteous. I love gifts, but none of them satisfy, none of them fulfill like the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I rejoice in the fact that God chose me, that I might trust in him, that I might know him and live with him forever. Now, you're smart folks. I don't need to beat a dead horse here. Christmas is about gifts. And it's about three gifts in particular. The gift of regeneration. God recreated you. The gift of faith. God gave you the ability to receive and believe. And the gift of Christ himself. He who drinks of me shall never thirst. He who feasts of me shall never hunger. You ever hear the Lord say those words? Turn to me and be saved all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. Well, how do you know if God recreated you? How do you know if God chose you? Well, do you believe? Do you believe and receive and trust in the fact that Jesus came for lost sinners like you, that he died for you, that he loves you, and he wants to give you eternal life? Trust in him, and you will be saved. Walk with him, and you will enjoy him for all of eternity. My friends, faith is a great dividing line. Will you receive and believe, or will you perish? Faith is also the access road for the saints to receive blessings and abundance and intimacy of relationship and joy eternal with Christ. Did you know that? Trust in him. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Christmas is a sad, sad story. God came into his world to his people and the world knew him not, and his people received him not. Am I reading that right? What's verse 12 start with? But. But God gave three gifts. Christmas is all about the gifts. But it ain't the Furby or the Hatchimal or the million dollar submarine. It's about the gift of the fact that God chose to have kids. It's about the gift of the fact that God gives his kids the ability to receive and believe. And it's about the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ who satisfies perfectly. How easily we are distracted, amen? How quickly we forget, amen? May I remind you today? He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become what? Children of God who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. You see, I truly do enjoy Christmas. But I enjoy Christmas because Christ truly does love me. Do you ever chew on that? Do you ever chew on the fact of what you have become in Christ? A child 
of God, an heir with Christ. This is unfathomable, isn't it? This is unbelievable, isn't it? Father God. Can we stop there for a minute? Father God, our Father, hallowed be thy name. Lord God, the fact that we pray to you, that we can cry out, Abba, we can call you Daddy, because you call us sons. Firstborn sons, Lord, it's not a gender issue. It's an inheritance issue. That there is now no distinction between male and female, Jew or Gentile. Lord Jesus, you came to save sinners. You came to give life. You came bearing gifts, and the ultimate gift is you yourself. Lord Jesus, help us. Help us to enjoy you. Help us to know you. Help us to love you. Help us to serve you. Help us to be the happiest people on the face of this planet because what else can we be when we know who we are and whose we are? Lord, you will not destroy us. You will not beat us. You will not get frustrated and grow weary of us. You will guide us, protect us, provide for us, and put us on display for a lost world. Lord Jesus, Christmas cookies are delicious. Christmas trees are pretty. And if we're honest, we kind of like some of those gifts we get. But God, help us not be so distracted. Help us keep our eyes upon you. Help us remember that you are the great gift giver. That you are so magnificent and gracious and kind. Not only did you give us yourself, Lord Jesus, but you give every good gift to us as well. Lord, help us not make a mockery of the family name. Help us remember that as adopted children, you have tied us to you eternally. We represent you, and you will care for us perfectly. Help us live lives where if you let us down, we fall flat on our face, knowing that you never let anyone down, first and foremost, your children. Lord, thank you for choosing to have kids. Thank you for giving us the ability to receive and believe. And thank you, Lord Jesus, for giving us yourself. This is eternal life, that we would know you. Not know facts about you, not store up trivia information about you, but know you as a spouse knows a spouse. Know you as a child knows a parent. Know you as a friend knows a friend. Because, Lord Jesus, your delight and your desire is that we know you and live with you and love you because you first loved us. Lord, Christmas is confusing. Christmas is distracting. But, my God, Christmas is awesome. Lord, help us enjoy these Christmas gifts. Help us bask in the joyful certainty and comfort of knowing that we are not children of God because we picked you. We're children of God because you picked us. We're not third wheels or mistakes or people who got through a loophole. We are children of God chosen before the foundation of the world. Why, God, would you do that? Why would you choose us? Help us marvel and bask in that. Lord, help us marvel that we are saved by faith and we're to walk by faith. There will be a day when we walk by sight. 
but help us to live lives as spectacles, trusting in our Father, trusting in our risen Savior, and showing the world by how we live that you are God alone and you care for your kids. You protect and provide and guide your kids. And Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness for all time, and we rejoice that you will never let us down. And Lord, help us to enjoy the gift of you. Help us to know you well and serve you faithfully and rejoice with you, knowing that our salvation rests in not how well we obey you, but in how well you obeyed the Father. Lord Jesus, allow us the joy of serving you out of an abundance of gratitude for what you have done, knowing that it is not how we live that causes you to love us. It is simply you have chosen to love us. Lord God, Dad, we're your kids. We own it all. We have it all. God, help us remember Christmas is simply part of your perfect plan to reconcile lost people to yourself so that we might have the joy we were created for and bring glory to the God who is the only one worthy of praise and honor and glory. Lord, as we head into this last few days before we celebrate Christmas, work mightily in our lives. Holy Spirit, help us see, help us hear, help us to break up the fallow ground of our hearts so that you might rain righteousness upon us. As the world pulls and tugs and distracts and tries to get us to conform, help us to stand fast and trust in you and rejoice in the presence you have given to us. Lord, we're celebrating a birthday in a few days. Your birthday. And you were born so that we might be born anew. Lord Jesus, we reach a point where words just fail to adequately express the reality of who you are and the joy you have set before us. Help us. Help us messed up folk to be transformed from one degree of glory to another so that we might represent you well and enjoy you. And Lord, for any who are here today who have not yet trusted in you, we pray, Holy Spirit, that you might work to convict them of sin and righteousness and judgment, of the fact that none of us can live a good enough life for you, of the fact that you demand perfection from a perfect heart, and of the fact that you, Lord Jesus, came on Christmas not to be a cute, cuddly little guy wrapped in swaddling cloth. You came because you love people. And you came to call your own to salvation and eternal life. And I pray today might even be a birthday for somebody here. I pray today might be the day that someone is born anew as they enter the kingdom of God and begin to truly celebrate Christmas. Lord, no one is worthy to call you Father but you make us worthy by the work of your Son. You make us worthy by recreating us, by giving us the ability to trust in you and to receive and believe, and you give us eternal life. And no one will ever take, you, take us out of your hands. Lord Jesus, as we prepare to celebrate your birth, help us to do so in a manner pleasing to you, Help us to do so in a way that might cause those in the world to ask us, what the heck are you doing? And prepare us to be able to give a reason for the hope, for the certainty 
of the joy that is set before us. Lord Jesus, to you alone be the glory and honor and dominion forever and ever. It is in your name that we pray. Amen.